The voluntary reaction is a safe space where known dullards gather to drink from the keg of glory or drown in the pool of despair. All opinions, takes, questions, criticisms, and insults cannot and will not be held against a speaker after a 24-hour cooling-off period. Please listen accordingly. Hey, get on back in there, Bruce, with your saggy old man tits. Get yourself a brazier or something. Hold yourself to you. You look terrible. He needs a bro, Russ. He needs a bro. He looks like a homeless person. Like somebody let a an actual homeless person on the sidelines at Thompson Bowling Arena. It's t- I mean, he, he's like got ET arm. He's got Tyrannosaurus Rex arms. It's just a big sweaty, flabby, fat ass with just big gigantic tits just jiggling out there and an awful looking beard. The he was once the sharpest dressed man in college basketball. He looks like a bum now. He looks like a slob and just a complete bum. Welcome in voluntary reaction. Tennessee wins it by eight tonight. Alongside Bear and Davey Hudson. I'm Russell Smith and uh, gentlemen, I, I know what we all want to talk about. Let's just take a moment to appreciate greatness today. Sometimes you just have to appreciate greatness when you see it. Dalton Connect with Tennessee falling behind by, I want to say, how about, were we down eight? Were we down six? Seven, seven, seven or eight. We got up nine and then trailed by eight there early in the second half. Down eight, it felt like it was slipping away. Connect had kind of been stuck on 12, and I tweeted out, go back and check the time mark. Dalton Connect, if you really are the SEC player of the year, it's time for you to take over. It's time. We don't win this game unless you do this. And and we wouldn't have won today unless he did that. He does uh, 27 points in the second half for Connect, 12 of 21 shooting, 5 of 8 from three-point range, a performance that should lock up the player of the year trophy for Dalton Connect. Uh, gentlemen, what a performance tonight from number three. Oh, just absolutely un- unbelievable. 12 of 21 from the field, 5 of 8 from three, 10 of 12 from the free throw line for 39 points. I'll tell you who else had a huge game after a slow start was Zakai Ziegler. I would yes, like to start does. with my comments on Dalton Connect. DK is the cure for ED. If anyone is a proud Tennessee and is not rock hard after that performance, I don't know what, what I can tell you. That was as an electric of a second half to watch as I have ever seen a single player put on display. It was so much fun to just know every single time you come down that court, they are going to find Dalton Connect and whether he is going to shoot a shot from 33 feet outside, whether he is going to drive and pull up for an elbow-style jumper, or whether he's just going to dunk it on your ass, he's going to score. And there wasn't anything you could do to stop him. There was one point there. They tried to triple-team him. They tried to triple-team him, and we get a wide-open layup after the fact. But it is just – enjoy this, because this is a once-in-a-generational player. I, I tweeted it out earlier. He is the – as far as a pure game changer and this player won national player of the year. He's the best college player I've seen play since Zion Williamson. Well, and we talk about 
needing to win games in different ways. And and we've like this probably was not our best team performance. It probably wasn't our best performance of the year. It was Dalton Connect's best individual performance of the year. But we've seen the team hit on all cylinders at Kentucky where you have a balanced scoring output. And we've seen Dalton Connect take over games. And it, you know, we're, we're finding out it's like, okay, uh, we're not winning tonight unless he just does it. And, and he did it. And hopefully we don't have to do that every night. But it's nice to know that we can do that when we absolutely have to. This is, yeah, this is a little bit of a, I guess probably like, I mean, we're, we're drinking from the keg of glory and I, I'm, I'm watching that performance. And that's where I just kind of come back to the conversation we had last week. It's like, if there's ever a year for this team to win at all, it's it's this year. Cause like just having a guy like that when other guys aren't playing well, I mean, Vescovy didn't score. It was a great layup off of offensive board there late, but I mean, you couldn't really get him going. Josiah didn't exactly contribute from uh, being able to score. So it's it's one of those things to where this team right now, you start with the first game of this four-game stretch, and it feels good to win. Absolutely. And now we talk about eating the elephant one bite at a time. You have to process these quickly. This is the way it's going to be for the next month. We've got two weeks of these just heart-pounding games. Uh, the next one's going to be hard at Alabama. Um We've got the SEC tournament, which is always, uh, you know, pack your pack your heart pills. And then, of course, the NCAA tournament, which we hope to be playing in for three weeks. So we've got a month or so of this left, and give or take a week. And it's, it's, it's going to be wild. But this NCAA tournament, uh, postseason atmosphere, uh, I was getting texts from people in the crowd who were saying that it was just insane at Thompson Bowling tonight, uh, one person told me it was as loud as, as they had ever heard it. This person been going since the arena was built. So uh, shout out to Tennessee fans for creating that home court advantage tonight. And now we get to turn our attention to Alabama road trip there Saturday night in Tuscaloosa. We're watching the morality and integrity in coaching bowl tonight between Nate Oates and Chris Beard as Ole Miss takes on Alabama in the first half there. We'll keep you up to date. Let's get right to it. People are already lining up, wanting to speak on it. We'll start with Starchild. Starchild, jump in here. Go ahead. Starting off with the wheel. It's a good start. Well, the wheel might be spinning. Not even the wheel could stop Dalton Connect. Tonight, no. Gentlemen. Hey, Grant Ramey just tweeted out, Tennessee was down eight with 12 minutes left. Dalton Connect scored 25 points over the next 11 minutes. His second half box score, he's nine for 16, three of six from three, 27 points, and six of eight from the free throw line. I mean, it would be overstating it to say the season hung in the balance, but it really felt like, man, we're going to lose this game, and we're going to be doing some soul-searching, and it's just like, man, if we can't even beat – what I don't think is a great Auburn team at home no. before a sold out crowd, then there's no reason to think this team's going to have postseason success. So we get to they, continue to ride the wave of enthusiasm. They're not. But what I would say is maybe outside of if Dillingham goes off or, or Reed Shepard, the best player left on the schedule was tonight in Jani Broom. And I mean, that guy, like he's, he's a legit, like 
there's a reason he's been in the conversation for SEC Player of the Year. Now, DK is going to win it, but I mean that that's a crafty guy that you look oh, at. Oh, he's fantastic. You couldn't, we, we could couldn't not guard stop him. him. Yeah, could not stop him tonight. No, yeah, I mean he's he's a guy. I mean if he's he's in the if you could pick a player, any player off of any other team, I mean he'd he'd be at the top of the list. He'd have to be. If anything, Bruce Pearl commits coaching malpractice for not featuring him more and, and, and just force feeding him the ball the way we do connect. I mean, like, let's not overcomplicate this thing. Give it to give it to your NBA guy. And they didn't do that nearly enough tonight. Not as much as we did anyway. Let's try Trey and see if we can get somebody in here. Trey, go ahead. Woo! Fellas. I, I can't be as loud as I want to be. I'm in a fucking hotel tonight, so I'm having to control myself. But, uh, guys, that's a, I mean, how do I even sleep tonight? How do I even sleep? What do I do with my hands? Like, Dalton Connect, I mean, I, I never thought, I never thought that I could see a player that I like more than Chris Lofton in Orange. Guys, it, it's only been, it's only a year, but it's, it's getting close. It gets really getting, getting close. close. It, it is very, it is Lofton vibes. It's just, and, and hell, man, I, I love Chris Lofton. He's my favorite player of Tennessee basketball history, but I never felt the way I do when they give it to connect. And it's just like, I'll just give it to him. It's like, he'll figure something out. He's going to score. <laughs> I mean, it, it wasn't, it wasn't just in the second half, man, when I, it stunned me that Barnes left him in there with two yeah. fouls. I think part of it because there wasn't a stoppage in play, but he scored. I think our only points during that play, eight points, and you know kept it from getting out of hand. Yeah. Well, a couple of things there, Bear. Like, you know, first of all, good on Barnes for adjusting and, and doing that. Connect is a really smart player, and you know I was watching him closely, and you know he was not ever at risk of committing that third foul in the half. And again. Bruce Pearl, for all his genius, that Abara guy can really play. And uh, Connect was matched up against him for most of the game. And they never just went right at him. And, and first of all, he's not a great defender to begin with. But second of all, you pick up that third foul, it changes the complexion of the game. And Auburn didn't seem interested in doing that. No. I mean, Rick the only Barnes. other offense we had was the Kai. Say it with me, Trey. Rick Barnes packed it, took Bruce Pearl's lunch today ate it, threw the brown paper bag on the floor and said, why don't you pick that up for me, buddy? I don't understand. How you like that, Bashers? How you like that? Sorry. Why they even tried to go zone there in the second oh, half. Like, he's so stupid. That that was – it's not often you see Bruce commit coaching malpractice like that, and he, he did it two series in a row. Rick Barnes intellectually dominated Bruce Pearl tonight. Okay, here's another, uh, another little stat for you guys in the – Final 12 minutes of tonight's game, Dalton Connect scored 25 points. Auburn scored 21. Jesus I mean, Christ, he's good. That says it all. And then Broom, I mean, I was so ready to hate that guy. I mean, his curls, dude, they, they look like my cat's ass when I haven't shaved it in, in a while. It's got like turds <laughs> hanging off of it. I mean, that's like the one of the worst haircuts, dude, I've ever Trey, seen on somebody. Trey, you're uh, going to be a father. There's a, There's a record of this now. I mean, weren't you trying to like yeah, lower uh, your yeah. profile, Trey? As yeah, far as being a troll, recorded. It's all good. Bear, you'll never post it, so I'm not. I'm not worried. But Shit. guys, seriously. Uh, wow. Uh, uh, 
Uh, but in, in all seriousness, guys, on the way out, I mean, this is such a huge win. This this opens the keys to, to everything we want uh, for the rest of the season. We really needed this one. Um, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll uh, give a shout-out to the Kentucky fans who are uh, on Rupp's Raptors right now trying to figure out the math on how they get a four-seed in the SEC, the SEC tournament. Have a great night, you fucking losers in the coal mines. Love you guys. Oh, Trey, just – like Leo at the end of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, just strolling around the pool with his flamethrower, casually laying waste to everything he sees. Yeah. Uh, looks like Ole Miss hanging in there right now. I got an 11-point lead over Alabama. That would be huge. Chris Beard. Did you notice that, guys, when they put that damn graphic up, how much harder our last three games – well, it's three now. Like our remaining schedules versus – Everybody else's. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of these, we've played a lot of the same teams, but the good news is if Alabama goes down tonight, you only have to go two to one, two and one to claim a share of the SEC uh, championship. And I think, uh, depending on how things set out, you could still be the one seed, even if Alabama finished with the same record and you lose down there. Yeah, man, Russ is right. This is gonna be a roller coaster ride. Long way to go, gentlemen. Buckle up. Let's see if we can get Star Child. And sometimes it takes a couple of times with the Star Child to yeah, establish a connection. There What's, he going is. What's going on, guys? What's up, man? Sorry about that. I was I was post gaming it with my grandpa. He was he had some stuff to talk about after the Tennessee game, so I just kind of. He All good, my about. friend. Go ahead. Yeah. I missed half the game because I was at class, was keeping up updates on my phone while I was in the class. But um, how about, you know, just sitting there in my car saying it's great to be a Tennessee Vol all the way home. You're talking about, like, Bruce Pearl. This guy, I mean, that technical. I mean, how how stupid are you? You're going to argue that fact. You, buddy, it was in front of your face. And he's, he's yelling at him. I mean, how stupid does that look? Number two, if we don't make a statue for Dalton Connect at some point for putting this team on his shoulders in some games, I mean, you're talking about stepping up. I just, I just can't, I can't get enough of how much he's done offensively for this team. Um, but just to quickly sum up, like the the SEC standings, if if Bama loses tonight, we're the outright number one seed in the SEC tournament, correct? E- well. No. No, we got some work to do. Four right, games I'm, saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, right, it, week by week. If, if we were to say the turn, like let's yes. say the tournament started like after this week. Well, it, if it had started tonight, one. we would have been the number one seed. Yes. Right. 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 Okay. Got you. Like if it had started before tonight's games, right? Uh, we've exactly. been the number one seed. But yeah, I mean this this helps, and I mean help. Chris Beard could do us a solid. Uh, that would that would help a lot. So. A lot of basketball left to play. Absolutely. Did you do, kind of off topic, but I saw this this afternoon. Did y'all see that Texas Tech Texas game? Did y'all see I, that that guy? I, I saw. Yeah, the uh, where the fans started throwing stuff on the, yeah. on the court. Well, number one, the, the first the technical from the uh, Texas. I think it was a point guard. I don't know his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. flagrant tackle. Too. Yeah, yeah. Marty Smith is almost clutching his pearls and 
on his fainting couch almost as bad as Hudson was the other night over that Filipowski bullshit. I actually didn't make a big deal about it. We just I was giving hypotheticals. But it is since you bring it up, I mean the the advancements in modern medical technology to have him out there playing at a high level tonight just goes to show you it's uh, it's a crazy time we live in. Anyway, guys, uh, I'm going to get back to some school. Appreciate you guys letting me get on here for a second. Uh, Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you, Star Child. And man, uh, nothing makes me more redneck mad in sports. Like, I, I don't get as mad when my football team fumbles on the goal line as I do when my basketball team misses the front end of a one and one. Oh, <laughs> it's so infuriating. It happened twice tonight to Ziegler. And uh, we were, I, I had a bad feeling about this because we were hitting, we were 14 of 15 from the free throw line in the first half. And it just felt like, oh man, <laughs> I, I just had a terrible feeling about it. And uh, we end up 27 of 35. So if my shoddy math is correct, that means we went 12 of 20 in the second half, which is not great. I mean, like if we, if we hit our free throws at a decent 70% clip, uh, hell we might score a hundred points tonight. Um, and it's probably not as tense as it was down the stretch, but we did hit a lot in the first half. So anyway, we won't cry over that. Brad in Nashville is next. What's up, Brad? I just got done watching us send a Bruce home. Bruce Pearl home sad, man. And I don't know, like, um, I'm a little bit of sweet about it, but you know what? Uh, he is in the past and, um, I'm happy that we sent him home with his tail between his legs. He got that technical and I'm just like, keep crying, bitch. Uh, we're going to get our free throws and, um, we're going to ice this thing. And that's exactly what we did. Dalton connect. The only way he's getting a statue is if he win the national championship and there is a more than 0% chance that that'll happen. And I love it. So if we play like we did tonight, we showed some resolve in the second half, came back and beat a tough opponent. And um, I'm here for it guys. Um, How do you feel about the uh, stones we showed? I mean, you got to love it. I mean, it was, uh, it was a big gut check and, uh, you know, it's kind of getting lost in and connects unreal performance in the second half. Uh, but, you know, Zakai, like I said, Zakai ended up with 17, Adu 14. Uh, somebody else, let me pull it up here real quick. Awaka ended the night. He, Awaka had nine. Houston might be going to Yield Steakhouse. Are you aware of this bet, Dave? Above six or at six? I would this have been one of those Hickman and Crest bets? Yeah. What was this one exactly? Awaka has to have if Awaka averages six points a game by the end of the season, Adam's gotta take Houston to the old steakhouse. <laughs> I'll be I'll be honest. I don't think they will get there. I don't know if they remember this one. I don't know and if either one's listening, but Hickman, they made a bet that like Adu wouldn't score over 17 again this season. And I think he's eclipsed that number five or six times. <laughs> I don't know if they've updated. Let's see. I don't know if they include the stats yet, but ESPN has him at 5.4 points per game. 
No, that was from uh, that was from before tonight. It's got to be because we talked about it the other day, and he scored nine tonight. So that should have moved it. Maybe. That's not gonna move Pretty big much. sample size at this point. Yeah. Tennessee has now won twelve straight games at home against AP ranked teams. The longest winning streak against. AP ranked teams in SEC history. This according to CBS Sports as Thompson Bowling Arena has become a house of horrors for opposing teams. The Volunteers Fortress remains virtually impenetrable. Well, you love to see it. And we needed to um, step up and show out tonight because it was really important for us to put Auburn down and basically just knock them out of the SEC championship race. And we got the inside track now. So handle our business. Um, if we manage to knock out Alabama and that trash hole of the city they call Tuscaloosa, then all the better. And um, let's, uh, let's hang a banner and uh, see where we can take this. So love you guys. Take it easy. It's, it's going to be a wild ride for that final um... – Second round by whoever's getting four because Kentucky, Florida, and Auburn are all 10 5 in conference right now. I, I do think you solidified yourself a first round by tonight, though. Sure. Because all you got to do is win one more game and you'll get a first round by. TJ is next. What's up, TJ? Hey, what's up, guys? How y'all doing? Pretty good, TJ. Not gonna lie. Hey, look, I you know I I love college basketball. Um, I called because I hope Tennessee fans realize and know what they have. Um, a few weeks ago, a couple of Tennessee fans on this show said, "Oh, Connect does whatever he wants. Connect just runs ISOs for himself. He's selfish, et cetera, et cetera." There are not many players who get the title of generational talents. Anthony Davis at Kentucky, Zion at Duke. Um, I'm sure you can think of a couple others. Um, De'Aaron Fox, I wouldn't say is a generational talent, but was a very good point guard at Kentucky. Dalton Connect. I don't know where he came from. I don't know if he's a sophomore, junior, senior, freshman. I don't know. But I hope Tennessee fans realize what they have in this kid because he is the type of player that can win you a national championship. And I mean that wholeheartedly. I hate Tennessee. I'm a Kentucky fan. Blah, 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 blah. I'm just being real right now. Dalton Connect is that puzzle piece that any team right now would love to fucking have. I think 99 point. I think all of our fans, I mean, there are a couple knuckleheads that like to play games or whatever, but uh, I mean, God, how, how can you watch tonight and come away with anything other than he is the best player in the Southeastern conference, if not all of college basketball. I mean, he's right there in that conversation, you heard Jimmy Dykes tonight say that he believes he'll be the first college player taken in the NBA draft. I mean, how rare is that for a guy that's a four-year dude? 
in the in the college game. So I think everybody has a pretty firm appreciation for his greatness. And here's kind of sad. I was sitting here thinking, you realize he's got one home game left. Oh. And and here's the thing, you know, I was watching the game, uh, flipping back between them and um, uh, what was the other Florida? Florida was on um, there. I think there was like six minutes left, five minutes left. There was four possessions. They they came down. The first possession, he popped a three in Broom's eyes. The next possession, he took it to the rack himself. The next possession. I think he had like a mid shot, uh, a, a mid jumper, and then the next possession he would have had an assist if I've, I don't know who he passed it to. He lost it out of bounds, but that is literally he showed you all aspects of his games of his game four possessions in a row. It's kind of like your guy last night, uh, just Reed Shepard taking over the last minute of that game. But yeah, I mean he had. Just scoring from all levels, doing it all, all, and uh, you saw Auburn; they were flummoxed. I think they could uh, not deal. Bear, on my way out, Bear. I think you said it uh, a few minutes ago. Um, I think you said eleven minutes to go. Dalton Connect got like twenty-five points or twenty-seven points the rest of the way. Um, it was twenty-five. He outscored Auburn. It was. It's yeah. funny that you say that because last night with eleven minutes to go. Kentucky scored 35 points. And I just I think you're starting to see the cream rise to the top. And like I said it before this season, I know the records are skewed, but I still fully think Tennessee and Kentucky are going to be right there on Championship Sunday. I really do. Good game tonight, guys. Y'all have a good one. Thanks, TJ. We're steamrolling towards a just – colossal matchup perhaps a week from Saturday at Thompson Bowling when Kentucky comes in here. I didn't, I haven't even thought about this bear. I, I have not been to a game yet this year. I have to see Dalton connect play. I need, I have to be there when Kentucky comes to town. I I'm going to that game. If anybody has an extra ticket, holler at your boy. <laughs> Cannot. Can't, I mean, we can't let this dude leave without having seen him in the flesh. Right. You have to appreciate I'd like to go. I think we're going to have to get the crowbar out and get it in your wallet. Yeah. Well, I mean, greatness costs money. I'll you guys be- come have fun with me down at the SEC tournament. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I might have to go down to stay with Davey. What, what's your accommodations like, Davey? We got a couch or something your boy can crash on? Even better. A futon. Oh, man. I'll bring my uh, muscle relaxers for my back. Let's get Carson in here next. What up, Carson? How you doing, fellas? Doing well. How are you, sir? Man, I'm drinking from the Natty Light Keg of Glory. Shout out to uh, Dalton Connect. Let's go. Man, I got a few things for you. Um, I'm going to start off with Davey. Well, how, how about Vegas being so good uh, an hour before the game, seven and a half Tennessee, and we end up being, beating them by eight? They just know, man. It's, uh, it's one of the modern Data, statistics? I mean, what, what do you think? What, what makes them guys so great? 
Yeah, I mean, there's certain efficiency numbers they're able to calculate to where they can get what what it is. I mean, again, for Vegas, I mean, they're trying to get it to where people are going to bet on both sides of the line. So they they want to get it around 50-50. And uh, the fact that they're able just to get it there, it's remarkable. I've always said you can't build all those fancy buildings in the desert by being stupid. Ah, man, you said it best. Um, I got one more thing for uh, Davey, and then uh, I'm going to – I'm going to make a uh, baseball comparison. Davey, have you seen the replay of the Duke guy? I mean, l- I mean, let's be honest. He stuck his leg out on purpose, right? No. No? He shoved him on purpose. I don't think the leg was being stuck out on purpose. I mean, that was a that was a long reach with that left leg, right? Well, that's what I happens bet, I when, mean, you're seven, when you're Carson, seven feet tall. Can, you have long you have a long reach. Carson, we can yeah. all agree. I mean, the Filipowski's a, I mean, he's, he's a wussy. Bear, part win, part that's bus. that's why I love you, Bear. You tell it like it is. Thank you, sir. <laughs> All right, and uh, coming out here, guys, I'm gonna make a comparison here with basketball and baseball. Uh, uh, I was a baseball player up there at LMU about 45 minutes, uh, northeast of Knoxville. We got Bear. a rail splitter, yes, sir. <laughs> LMU rail splitters, baby. Um, so I I believe that Billy Bats is going to bring offensively the same type of energy that Dalton Connect is bringing offensively uh, to this basketball team, bringing some life, extra offense, extra runs, extra points. Uh, how do you guys feel about that? What are we, seven games in, eight games in now to the baseball season? Yeah, I, I don't know if he's going to have quite the impact. I don't know if we are going to be as reliant on uh, any one player as the basketball team is at times on Dalton Connect. But I definitely think uh, Billy Amick has an impact, and it's great to see Peebles getting his back going. Um, it's great to see Robin Villeneuve. I mean, what a find that's been. I don't think you're going to be able to keep his bat out of the lineup. And Lamar's tears is blossoming into a star right here. Might Maybe our best all-around hitter. Yes, sir. 20, 20 minutes from my hometown, Lewisburg, Tennessee, baby. Oh, nice. Nice, yeah, but uh, very very exciting stuff. Got to find a few more arms. Got to got to keep these uh, pitchers sure. healthy. But but just like just like Tony sure. B said uh, on the drive the other day, you know this, um, you know last year he would he would have died for some bats, and he had so many arms that he didn't know what to do with the innings. Um, and this year it's kind of the flip flop, right? Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. He said he would. He wishes he could make a trade to get another <laughs> pitcher or two in here. Sure. Sure. Well, on my way out, guys, I see Tucker's in here. Tucker, I think that you make the drive. You're an awesome intern. I'm going to shout out my brother, Jake Taylor, and my boy, Christopher Ty. I love you guys. Thank you guys for what you do on the drive and for VR. Uh, I'm out. Wow. I thought he said Jake Miller for a second. Jake Taylor, wasn't he the catcher in Major League? Yeah. Tom Berenger, right? Yeah. I had a buddy. Uh, my my friend, friend of mine, Brian, dude's name's Brian Kite. And I, I wasn't with him. A bunch of them went out. They went out skiing or something out west. They ended up at this restaurant. It's this big ski resort out there. Fucking Tom Berenger's in there with his old lady. And I guess, my, you know, Brian uh, referred when he walked. First off, knowing Brian, he was, he was you know, eyeballing uh, guy's girlfriend hardcore. And they said, hey, everybody, it's Jake Taylor. So Behringer calls him out. And uh, they had to get like a, a balance, you know, 
employees out there to break it up. So you're going to beat the shit out of this guy. Y'all talking about killing? Y'all experts? What do you know about killing? I'm watching Let's Alabama kill. basketball right now. Oh! 37-32. Too soon. Let's get Dr. Vall in here next. What's up, Dr. Dr. Vall, turn your turn your mic on, rookie. You're better than this. God, yeah, I feel like a dumbass. I'm, uh, <laughs> I just I just had a whole conversation myself. Feel schizophrenic. Davey, we'll be there Friday night and Saturday night in Nashville. So I'm hoping to see you there, man. Yeah, buddy. Just yeah, you let me know when you get in. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Well, guys, does this team not feel different? I, I mean, I'm I'm a I'm bad about being a victim of recency bias, but that we say that every year, Dr. We, I, we do. It's our year, Russ. It's when our it year. It feels different. I distinctly remember <laughs> saying that last year. It feels different. It, it, it feels different every year, Russ. It feels the same because it feels different. That's right. Like it's always. A, it's a different disappointment every year. But I don't. I don't know, man. Connect. He's just. He's got that killer mentality that we. I feel like we hadn't had in a while, Russ. He's got that. Ziegler's got that dog in him. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we've, we've got a, a couple of elements that we haven't necessarily had in the past. So that is encouraging. And you mentioned Ziegler and I love Ziegler. You know, I called in, I think he's probably my favorite point guard we've had since I've been watching. Did y'all feel like he was kind of forcing it tonight? He played pretty sloppy in my eyes. Well, he had four turnovers in the first half, none in the second half. He hits that big three to end the first half and then it hits a big three to start the second half, um, I think he ended up with nine assists. So I thought he played pretty well, missed some free throws. Um, but yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know that he's forcing it. He was just off a little bit. I give Auburn some credit. I mean, they're a great defensive team. Um, but I was surprised at the way he struggled in the first half. Yeah, and that, that kind of worried me. And honestly, y'all, KD Johnson, does he not have a doctorate by now? I mean, that bastard's been here since I've been watching Tennessee basketball. He's getting worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bear, I, I, I want to call you out, man. I love you. But, uh, you know, having a Kentucky fan calling in and patronizing the Tennessee fan base, it's pissing me, that, no, that's it's not pissing me, me off. It's pissing me off. I, yeah, talk, talk, talk to the captain. Russ? Why do you? I, I don't know. I, I tell Bear every day at work, I'm like, do we have to take that big blue bastard's phone call? And he's like, yes, yes, Russell, it's the integrity of the show. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And who am I to argue? Who am I to argue to y'all? Yeah, yeah, Russ, that sounds like Bear. I tell you what, that big blue bastard calling in, that's like today in y'all's show, like, well, you know, one seed's good. That fucking pissed me off. Y'all got to quit this. This is a fan-run radio by Tennessee fans, not Kentucky fans. Y'all have a good night, guys. I mean, I've given up trying to control Bear and his programming decisions. Dr. Yeah, okay. But All right. That's good to know, Russ. That's Bear, good I just got, a, got the green light now. I, I go to you for relationship advice for, for people that are uh, involved in some way with, with Kentucky sports. But uh, the cat devil just actually called me and uh, left a voicemail and just said, give me a call when you can. What do you think she's wanting to talk about? I mean, uh, it sounds like probably you probably the invite to go over there and get a little love. And Davey, what, what are you still doing here? Either that or she's 
going to try and delude you into her delusion that Kentucky's, you know, turned the corner. I mean, the Devils win, the Vols win. Davey, there's nothing like victory sex, man. Pondering. Jesse. I doubt that's it, but yeah, let's continue. Is next. What's up, Jesse? How about them volunteers? How about them volunteers? I got to tell you, it's been 18 years since I've seen a performance like that in Thompson Bowling, and it did involve one brother, Dr. Deacon Richard Barnes, being on the sidelines, but he was uh, coaching the opposing team. The reason for me that tonight feels different from when Lofton dropped seven threes on Texas is that this team's established. Like Bruce in 2006, like that team was like, you know, no one really knew who they were. But this one, it's just like this tonight seemed like a culmination of everything coming together. And it's like, I think we've pointed out a few times this year, it's like Barnes knows how good this team is, like what what the ceiling is, because it's the most animated he's been consistently on the sidelines. And this team's just special, man. It's just like connect. Like I tell you one thing, I'm glad we don't have to play Auburn the next, you know, for the these this closing stretch after tonight, because I think of the four teams coming into this closing stretch after tonight, I'd I'm glad we don't play them again. Um, that was just, man, that was a speechless game. And Connect, like, all kudos to him. Like, I think if he keeps this run up, I mean, he's got three more games against quality opponents. Like, I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that Zach Eadie's going to be the player of the year for the entire country. Yeah, um, I don't know. I, I, I think that it's a special team. It has the potential to – I mean, so much of this is just what happens in March and how far you can take it. And, uh, you know, that pretty much everybody except for one team, maybe two or three, ends up bitterly disappointed in the NCAA tournament. So we'll see. I, I can report this, fellas. Uh, Bruce Pearl is crying. He's looking for a shoulder to cry on at Thompson Bowling right now. Uh, Bruce Pearl on Jonai Broom today said, quote, he got fouled every time we threw him the ball to it down there. You got you to gotta put more raspy in your voice, Russ. Oh, whoa, whoa. Bruce is crying. So, so, so question, who do you fear the most on the remaining three games? Because I probably would have put Auburn – second or third, but after tonight, I think they were going to be the toughest team we played the remaining. I'm not. No, I would say no. Alabama, just simply because no. you got to go down there. I yeah, think Alabama. Coleman and then Kentucky, simply because, you know, as, as Jekyll and Hyde as they are, they, they have absolutely the most talented team. It's insane that they lose the games they lose. I'm fully uh -oh. prepared to play Auburn in the SEC tournament again, by the way. Yeah. You know hey, I'm right? telling you right now, but back to the Connect and Edie thing real quick. I'm starting to get really strong, like Manning, uh, Woodson vibes. 
It's going to be the same kind of deal. They're going to give it to Edie. Well, is yeah, the but... and, and I haven't followed this too much, but is the big t- how many teams is like the Big Ten tracking currently with uh, tourney bids? It's a question for Super Dave. They're around eight right now. I, I actually think the Woodson Payton analogy would be better if Connect ended up taking it from Edie because Payton was like the anointed one coming into that season and they just got bored of him and wanted to give it to somebody else at the end. I feel like Edie has been the anointed one all season long and somebody would have to come and take it from him. I mean, the Naismith award is not nearly as, you know, I don't want to use the word prestigious because I hate the Heisman ever since 97, but it's not as well, you know, whatever an award talked about it, an award, but uh, I, I don't particularly care about that one. I I just want to go far in the NCAA tournament. Well, I'll I'll leave you all with this. It's the the view of the Naismith or Player of the Year award will be completely different if a Tennessee guy wins. Like everyone thought football, maybe baseball, but it's like if if good old soft spoken Doctor Deacon Richard Dell Barnes is the guy to make a serious deep run for for championship aspirations like all heck's going to break loose and people are going to come to hate us more than they already do y'all have a good one and davy i'm glad filipowski marked himself safe from uh any serious trauma from wake forest y'all have a good your, one. your thoughts and <laughs> prayers are accepted and welcomed Hey, you know, he probably, he's probably, I'm surprised he got over uh, getting manhandled by Euros from last year. I, you know, that's been a year already. I, I'm surprised how, how, how far he's come since that. I mean, they wanted to make it like he, he's got an ankle slash knee injury. I believe the word amputation was thrown around. I mean, he was like a Civil War soldier out there. Oh, is he even going to live? And, they end up. Uh, he ends up not missing any time. What a what a. You gotta worry. Like there's all sorts of things you gotta watch out for. You know, like it was a personal attack. He in. said, "It was a personal um, attack." I mean, he took several body blows to the back of the neck. It was just. It was. It was uh, tragic to watch, and it's just sad that we have to view something like that on national television. Thank you. Thank you, Jesse. Appreciate it. I mean, you guys sound like Pearl tonight. He got fouled every time we threw the ball down there to him. Every time. He almost had a double-double tonight. A little off his game. little bitch. Oh, whiner. Bruce Pearl. F-O-H. I sent you guys a picture somebody took during the game of him. He just... He does not look good. You think he gets back there afterwards? He takes his shirt off. I'm imagining it looks like fat bastard from Gold Member. He's just rubbing those big old hairy titties of his. Get in my belly. You guys will be able to watch uh, Jay Billis on uh, game day as they're hosting live from Tuscaloosa, getting ready for that game on Saturday night. I'll be boycotting that. I don't like Jay Billis. He's a son of a bitch. Is Drea on there? Is she on, is she on college game day now? Who's yeah, the bald former, woman? former Lady Vol. She was there when I was. They got a bald woman on that show now. That's a good look. That's not Andrea. 
Bald? No, Andrea was on the other side. Who's the bald woman? I got some bald woman on there. It's like, I, I think it's a woman. Maybe it's a dude. No, that's Christine Williamson, dude. Yeah, she's balder than a cue ball. She's got that alopecia or whatever. I mean, you can't get this broad a wig? Am I, am I out of line here? Uh, yeah, way out there. And that's me telling you. I mean, I should tell you how far out there you are. A bald, bald woman on TV. Not a great look. It's what I don't know. You wouldn't date a bald Maybe. woman? No, I wouldn't date a bald woman. Would you? Depends. On what? How far the rest of her is. She's bald. I care. She can put on a wig. Oh, we'll get to work and finding you a bald woman to date, Bear. You can squire her around town. Y'all can match. We'll call you the cue ball couple. <laughs> You're really feeling it, aren't you? Roberto, jump in here, buddy. Bear, known Sinead O'Connor sympathizer. <laughs> he, his favorite movie is G.I. Jane. That's exactly right. You're going to tell me Demi Moore wasn't fucking hot as shit in that? Yes. <laughs> idiot. Uh, idiot. I feel like somebody's been reading my my new uh, my new name, Russ. The guy taking Amick and comparing him to Connect. I feel uh, like Will Smith is about to come in here and slap me. Interesting. Um, it, you know, Bear said earlier he's getting big. Peyton Manning, Rod, uh, uh, I said Rod, Rod Woodson, uh, Charles Woodson vibes. I do too, but it's the opposite. I, I actually think that people are getting ready to get real tired of Zach Eady, the Zach Eady love. If Connect does this again this week, like if let's say in the next ten days, Connect has another 39, 35 to forty-five point game, people are going to start going. Wait a minute, this guy is doing it against the best competition. He's the best player in America. Edie does point. it against everybody because he's seven foot freaking four, three hundred pounds with a five foot wingspan, like uh, straight up, like he's literally twelve feet tall when they throw him the ball. It's a good point. If he if Connect goes on a tear and has a couple of 30-point games in a row, it will become a narrative that can't be ignored. I mean, he has the most 30-point games at Tennessee since Chris Lofton. Chris Lofton was SEC Player of the Year. Some argued that he got screwed out of National Player of the Year. And maybe, maybe Connect does, but get it screwed out of National Player of the Year just because of Jerry Palm and his ilk pushing their alma mater and – you know, the Big Ten versus the SEC. Don Connect is the best player in the SEC, and the SEC is the best league in the country right now. Is the SEC the best league in the country? I thought the Big 12 was pretty... Big 12 will have more teams. Okay, maybe I should... Okay, and that's probably... Maybe it's a misnomer then. The Dalton Connect is the best player in a better league than the Big Ten, and Zach Eady is just... a a goon like he's not he's he's like if if he didn't get more foul calls than any human i've ever seen in my life i don't think he would nearly have the points he does good on him for making free throws i guess i, I just get say so pound for pound he's the best player in college basketball roberto no that's the kai ziegler honestly if you're talking pound for pound i mean the guy was really bad tonight but he's been he's actually He's the one that greases the skids for us. 
Um, this is the first game Tennessee's won where uh, Triple J didn't score eight points, right? Really? I think this is the first game we won all year where Triple J did not score eight points. Did Vescovy even take a shot? Like, yeah, yeah he got the, he got the rebound off of the connect. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <That was laughs> the, one of the most important baskets of the game. One I of wonder. two. James goes one of three. Uh, if you had told me before the game that those two are going to go a combined two of five, I'd be like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, Zakai didn't have a bad night, Roberto. Right. I mean, he had a very okay. That may be fair, but he had a very unacceptable first half. By he his had start. a bad nineteen and a half first minutes of the game. There yeah, you go. And he 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 finished. Uh, he finished with seventeen points. Uh, let's see, Ziegler four rebounds. It probably seven assists. Give or take nine assists and a there steal. And he didn't have a turn. His last turnover was at the four-minute mark in the first half. Wow. I withdraw my statement about him not having a good game. I'm happy for him. I love that kid. Guys, I just can't get over the generational talent we're getting to watch here. I never got to see Bernard King in person, but this is a bold (laughs) statement. Because I have seen Allen Houston. I saw Chris Lofton. And Dalton Connect is better than either of those guys. He is better. I saw Bernard. He ain't better than Bernard. Well, I said I hadn't seen him, but he's better than the other two I mentioned. And if they he can't is. get his number in the rafters, it's bullshit. He's a yeah. phenom. He's a he phenom. He's a championship. He'll be eligible. Actually, he all he has to do, I think, is have three more 30-point games, and he sets the school record for 30-point games in a season. SEC Player of the Year. And I think there's one other criteria, and he would made it. So I actually think he could do it. First team All American, national. First team, he'll be and he'll be first team All American. There you go. Thank you. I think he, and I wouldn't be surprised if he sneaks in there and gets National Player of the Year. I think he's going to go off again. He's going to hit that forty point mark in the next three games, and if he does, guys, he is going to vault up. And I am so glad that I got him at plus three thousand to win National Player of the Year. You guys have a great night. Go Vols! Thank you, Roberto. Appreciate it. Carolina A and M are scrapping. They're tussling. Good game. Nobody talks about that South Carolina squad. They're just one game back in all this, and Tennessee's got to go to their place next week. Yeah, it ain't going to be easy. Is that a week from tonight? Yes. And I don't know what Texas A&M is wearing tonight. They look like the old Sunday comic strip. Remember uh, the Sunday? those Sunday comics used to come in color? Boy, how... I mean, I'm covered in cobwebs right now. How old do I sound referencing the Sunday comics? Pretty damn old, but I do remember them. They look like Family Circus. Who does? Texas ATM. Let's get Patrick in here next. Texas at the moment. The hell are they wearing? Patrick, what's up? Hey, guys. Um, I'm... uh, 45-year-old, somewhat jaded guy, uh, but I was carried away for a little bit tonight uh, in that in that stretch where DK took the game over. 
I don't know what a good basketball comp is. I think, uh, you know, the names that were just mentioned, it reminded me of watching Eric Berry play football. Just a guy that was a different guy. Um, the way that Eric Berry moved just in a different way than everyone else on the field. Um, that was the the sensation that I was recollecting tonight as Connect uh, just put it down. Um, and I just, it was just, it's special and it's fun to recognize in the moment what you're, uh, what you're watching. Um, my question, if you guys could talk for just a moment, I don't have any basketball insight to offer. Is this schedule leading into the SEC tournament, is it going to prepare them or is is the toll of all of this intensity, all of these games, all of these high effort games back to back to back to back to back to back. Is there kind of a downside of that? Um, and someone earlier on, it may have been Davey mentioned, like if you, depending on what happens with Alabama, maybe you only need to go two and one um, down the stretch to, to get the title. I don't personally care quite frankly about a regular season title with this team, because I think this team can go to the final four. Certainly, if they win the regular season, that's fantastic. Um, would never, never turn our nose up at that. Would never turn our nose up at a, a tournament. I'm just concerned about all of these intense games. I don't ever recall the schedule being this backloaded um, leading into the SEC tournament leading into March. So, anyway, appreciate you guys. It typically hasn't. Part of it, though belongs to South Carolina coming out of nowhere and being as good as they have been. Uh, the other point I would mention, the committee, while I know we've had some grievances with how they've, they've done things over the last couple of years, especially how it's like, oh, does the t- conference tournament championship matter or not? If you do win the regular season or just the conference championship, um, that, that helps your chances as far as getting a better seat. It'll, it'll give you a leg up over if there's any other – potential teams in your conference you're they're trying to be like well should we move them here you'll get a better position as far as all right we'll probably give them a favor a more favorable travel location and i think at the end of the day all that stuff matters Hmm. we played some audio today on the radio show from rick barnes on uh, Monday talking about the difficulty of the schedule. And, you know, he did the coach thing where they spin everything as a positive course, but he was saying it was an opportunity to get battle tested for the SEC tournament. But, uh, you know, I I see um, ups and downs to it. I mean, we, we should be ready for the, or for the NCAA tournament and the SEC tournament. We'll be prepared. I mean, they, I can't think of an excuse they'll be able to use as far as that goes. I mean, I'm just going to pull it up on Kimpon, but when you're just looking at your, uh, let's see here, your adjusted strength of schedule rating, you're 15th right now, or 14th overall in the country. But as far as like the offenses you faced, it's the fourth best strength of schedule. non-conference top 25 there as well. I mean, if anybody's got 
like nobody has a harder shot of getting a one seed in the country right now than Tennessee. I don't think Vanderbilt's going to get one. You, you know what I'm saying as far as teams that are on that. <laughs> I shouldn't have to clarify that one. Yeah, but, you know, voluntary reaction. We're busting balls. Let's get Greg in here next. Greggy D. What's up? Oh, hanging in there. What a night. What a night that indeed. Was big. That was big. Very big. Uh, Needed it, had to have it. Looked to be in dire straits there, down eight, around 12 minutes to go. And then Dalton Connect said, today is not the day. No, DK did his thing. And he's great. Uh, I, you know, Dalton Connect is great. He's a great basketball player. I'll tell you who else is. Two five, the Scoby. I know he had his trouble, had his foul trouble. That dude can play some damn basketball. I love him, even though yeah, he's struggling this year. I, I can't, I can't turn my back on him. I can't quit you, Santy. No, but the whole team played great. He became uh, the uh, second player in Tennessee history of two hundred steals tonight. Oh, nice. he's good, man. And I got to go. I got to go to the A and M game, and I gave him hell, like I said I would. I gave him pure hell, which I didn't have him give him too much. Basketball did that for him. They just ate him up. And then I got to go and give Albany a little bit of hell on that Sunday. Uh, didn't have to do much there. I was kind of a scrimmage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but well, I was glad I was service. I, no, I was glad I got to go to Knoxville. Glad I got to get to see it. Uh, I mean, but these guys are, these guys are different. And, uh, everybody's been saying it. They're not wrong. These guys are different. They're, I think they're ready for this March. I'm not so sure about the SEC tournament. I don't know if I just, you know, not worry about it and just go on and worry about the tournament, but. Uh, that's my opinion. Uh, and I also think that we are going to drop one of these games, but I don't believe it's going to be South Carolina or Alabama. I think we'll end up losing to Kentucky at home. Oh, Greggy D. I know. It sucks. Buzz kill. I know. Oh, hey, uh, man, we're eating an elephant one bite at a time. We drink from the keg of glory tonight. We celebrate this tomorrow. We snap and clear. We worried about uh, we worry about Alabama starting Either tomorrow. Either way, exactly. And we'll I and I think Kentucky. Alabama we're going to take care of, and and I believe South Carolina we're going to take care of. Uh, and then losing to Kentucky really won't matter when it comes that time. So still be SEC champion. Here, here. Well said, uh, Greg. Appreciate you, my man. Anything else? No, I thank y'all. Y'all have a thank good night. You. you too, Greggy D. Checking in. He's fairly optimistic. And then he says, we're going to lose to Kentucky. Rick Barnes doesn't lose to Kentucky, Greg. 
boy, if we win these next two, I mean, it's, it's going to be turned up for Kentucky anyway, regardless. If we win these next two, and that's a championship on the line day in Thompson Bowling Assembly Center and Arena with the coal miners coming down here. Boy, that's going to be some epic atmosphere. I'm pretty sure if we win the next two, we will have already clinched, wouldn't we? I believe so, yes. But yeah, but I mean, we'll there'll still be a lot on the line. I fully expect it to be completely insane in there. I've been to a Kentucky-Tennessee game in a long time. Some random guy is next. I was at the one, I think, two years ago where uh, we had the fight on the sideline with their strength coach. Yeah. Ended up beating him down pretty good, as I recall. Santi wanted a piece of that guy. Rando. Uh, pass me a bread solo cup, guys. What are we drinking from? Sweet Victory. Uh, Cold, and it tastes good. I heard uh, Jackie Pearl said zero out of ten. Cannot recommend. <laughs> no War Eagle care inciting yet. I think uh, Jackie stayed home. She knew what was coming. Well, you know, I mean, that bitch can keep her ass at home. No! uh you know uh man god tonight felt good uh middle of the second half i was like god damn it this thing is slipping away from us and we came right back uh we had that nine point lead and then uh auburn cut right into it and then we just came right back and um you know as others have said uh DK, three-word statement, grown fucking man. That guy tonight, holy shit. That guy just kept coming and coming and coming and coming, and he was not going to be denied. I would have liked to have seen 40, but 39 is pretty damn good. Um, God, tonight felt good. Um you know, felt good to see Pearl get that T. Josiah Jordan James slapped nothing but a backboard. Pearl got the T off of it. We picked up a point there. And, uh, you know, this team kept coming back. You know, it felt like the game was starting to slip a little bit. And uh, they came back. Um, you know, tonight felt felt really, really good. Watching Alabama and Ole Miss right now. I mean, Alabama's clawed back into this one. Um, so if we went at Alabama Saturday night, guys, I'll just, I'll just ask the question. If we went at Alabama on Saturday, do we, uh, do we say that the SEC tournament doesn't matter or do we, do we push and try to like win in Nashville and solidify that one seed? I don't see a situation where you lose game one in Nashville and still get a one seed. That's fair. That's fair. Um, but I mean, who are we looking at? I mean, if if we if we lose to Alabama and just say we're the two seed Nashville, realistically, who are we playing on Friday in Nashville? Man, there's I, I don't really know because right now it's still so jumbled up. If you look at the standings, there that's 
going to move a lot. Uh, and then again, I mean, some team that could go on a bit of a run. We kind probably of, won't even get a clear picture of that to what, like next week? Yeah. I mean, like an old next or an A&M? Potentially. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not, they're not out of the question. Yeah. So, you know, I've been listening. Uh, it took me a while to chime in to request, but um, I could, I could really see connect taking that uh, NPOY away from Edie. Um, Connect's been hot lately. Um, God, I mean, it's just, I could see his name in the rafters. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy to think one year. And I mean, Bear, we're, we're close to the same age, man. But uh, I was talking to my dad during the game. And I mean, honestly, Connect's the best guy I've seen play in uh in knoxville since houston you disagree with that mm, he's probably having the best single season and career-wise i mean chris lofton i mean not, the course yeah. of his career was huge and, but, from lofton. and i mean granted it was you know when i was very young but i mean if yes anybody that watched him anybody that knows anybody that knows the nba they'll they'll tell you if if Bernard King has two healthy knees for his whole career, uh, he's in the conversation of the GOAT. He's up there with Jordan and probably Kobe. Yeah, you're, you're, you don't understand how unreal that guy was. I mean, he made the Hall of Fame on two bad knees. So Yeah. And you're 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 like a couple of years ahead of me, like the about the earliest I remember is like Dyron Nix like very early eighties, like 81, 82 with DeVoe. I mean, that's about as far back as I can get. With Darren, he had the, uh, the, the, uh, Jerry Carl mullet. Oh he yeah. Was, he was Darren incredible. Would have been late eighties. Uh, if you, if you remember the early eighties, you probably remember Dale Ellis. I do. I actually, SEC yeah. Player as, of the like year. A, as like a second, third grader. Yeah. I remember like vague memories Dale Ellis, but um, you know, wild part about Dale Ellis, I didn't realize until last week. Dale Ellis is who came in second to Larry Bird in the infamous three point shooting uh, story contest story, where he went in the locker room and asked who was finishing second. Dale Ellis, yeah. So, um, I mean, look, the uh, I think you guys said it on the drive this week. There is a SEC champion and there's a SEC tournament champion. And in the, uh, the words of Tom Berenger, and I'll leave it on this. Let's just go win the whole fucking thing in Tuscaloosa Saturday night. Let's go kick Alabama's ass. Let's, uh, here, here. let's show them who's got, uh, who's got the sack to, uh, get it done. Let's go get the SEC championship Saturday night, guys. I'll, uh, I'll talk to you guys Saturday night late. Uh, thanks, Rando. Appreciate it. Uh, things not going swimmingly for Texas A&M. They've lost four in a row and they are folding like a cheap tent down the stretch here. They trail by five with a minute 20 to go. Davies buddy's purple. Buzz Williams trying to I guess switch up his mojo. He's ditched the the waistcoat. In the suit, going with a more casual look, he shaved the the goatee. Actually, looks better, uh, but it's not doing them much of 
much good right now. South Carolina looking to stay in this championship conversation. They'll they win tonight. They're still only one game behind Tennessee with, of course, you know, our three difficult games, including a game against Carolina in Columbia. As AM's going to have a chance for a three point play here. But um, wow, what a night! What a night in the league. Uh, this is when basketball is just getting good, man. It's turned up a couple of notches. Last I'm tired about to run away with this one. Just trying to temper my expectations so much. I mean, it's just such a such a difficult stretch, and people are going to be so disappointed if we lose a game. And it, if we lose a game, period. But if if it costs us a championship, if we lose to Kentucky. Such a roller coaster, this college basketball thing. You could go from the highs of, of tonight to any loss. Any loss in these last three will be devastating emotionally. Let's get Joshy Boy in here next. What up, Joshy Boy? Hey, Russ, how are you doing? Doing well. Were you in attendance tonight? Yes, I was. What was it like in there? I hear it was a madhouse at Thompson Bowling. This it evening. was uh, crazy. When we made that comeback in the second half, the crowd got off their feet and got loud, Russ. Really loud. Well, I'm glad to hear it, man. Um, anybody who was in attendance tonight, they say it was the most people in attendance at Thompson Bowling since they reconfigured it and went down wow. 24,000 to like 21,000 seats back in how, 2006. How did it uh how did it look on TV Russ Bear Davey was like the crowd really loud? Oh it yeah. It fine but like I got a tweet from some uh, our friend uh, Travis the Negaball is like why is the crowd so lame and I didn't respond but it's just for whatever reason, it doesn't translate well to TV, which is really frustrating. But the people who were there, I mean, there, there were like 22,000 people there tonight. There will be 100,000 people who over the years say they were there the night Dalton Connect put the Vols on his big, broad shoulders and carried them across the finish line against Bruce Pearl. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that, Russ. Uh I tried to call in today to the drive, uh, but CG was joining you guys the time I called in, so I just hung up. If I had known, I would have bumped Chris in Fresno and said, no, that's all, we got Joshy Boy. It's all right. I love Chris. But, uh, Russ, uh, is Dalton Connect the best player Tennessee has ever had in the program? Bear, would you argue with that with uh, Bernard King? Is what now? Wow. Dalton Connect, the best player Tennessee has ever had in the program. I don't no. think it's a fair assessment because you're only getting one season. I think you could easily say this is the greatest single season in Tennessee basketball history if he continues at this pace. He's also got a chance yeah. to go to help take the, take the program to a place it's never been. I agree with, the, with a talent like him, you can get to the Final Four. Um, what? Oh, go ahead. Uh, but, you know, I mean, there have been not been a lot, 
but there have definitely been three for sure. Yeah. Uh, just unbelievable all-time greats that have come through here. Now, what was Roberto saying during his phone call? Ziegler didn't play his best game tonight. What's that all about? Um, I don't know. I mean, he, he walked it back, I think, he after he looked at the stats. Because, I mean, Ziegler did struggle in the first 19 minutes or so. I mean, it was very un-Ziegler. He had four turnovers after a zero-turnover game against AM. He was missing shots that he usually makes. And uh, I think he, and, how, and you could see he was visibly frustrated. Yeah. How many uh, free throws did we miss? Do you guys have any of that in front of you? We went 27 of 35 at the strike. Wow. We could probably beat them by like 12 or 14 if we made at least five or six of those. I mean, if you're asking me, though, I, I'd sign up for yeah. 77% every right. day. Yeah, I agree with that, Davey. So, uh, what did you guys think about the officiating tonight? I thought in the first half they were letting them play and they made the decision in the second half we're going to call it tighter. And it took a little bit of adjustment for both teams to really get into that mindset. So, I, I, I wouldn't say it was, you know, like, oh, they're getting calls and we're not. It, I, I thought they caught it fairly even both ways. I, I just – I didn't really like the switch that they made at halftime. But towards the end, I mean, both teams adjusted. Yeah. Man, uh, I was sweating out my Tennessee six-and-a-half bet tonight. I, th <laughs> I thought for sure when Auburn went on that run that uh, it was uh, over. over, yeah. You so, made uh, it, though. You made it, Joshy boy. Yeah. So, uh, guys, I'm going to leave you with this. If we get this performance from Connect, almost every game in the tourney, I know teams are probably going double-team or triple-teaming, but if we get that performance from Connect, Adu, and Ziggler step up their game and the defense plays a little bit better, we'll even go to the Final Four and add, we're going to even cut the Nets down, get to the National Championship. This team can cut the nets down. I love y'all. See GBFNO. Thank you, Joshy boy. Feel the love tonight on the voluntary reaction. Feel the love. Carolina AM gone down to the wire. It's a tied game with three seconds to go. AM's going to have a chance to win it. Mm, yeah, no. Carolina's up too. Oh, dear. 3.1. Oh, dear. Buzzy boy. What you going to do, Buzzy boy? Well, hopefully, Dave, you'll... Uh, down two and three seconds to go. I'd give it to Wade Taylor, personally. Try and get him on the move. He has drawn something up. See if South Carolina uses their timeout. Come on, needs this one, man. I mean, their their tournament uh, hopes are on life support right now. I believe they're number one, the first team out, perhaps on um, Joe Lunardi's deal. 
still can't believe we're one of their six conference wins. It's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, he got timeout. <laughs> Let's get the bopper in here. Tennessee bopper. He's wheeling. Bopper, you're wheeling and you're dealing. Sorry, bud. Do we think Missouri gets a win in conference play? <laughs> you can count the tournament. What's their remaining schedule? They oh, get... he goes behind the back. Oh, my God. Oh, that was so bad, Texas A&M. They lose. They're fifth in a row. Wade Taylor tries a behind-the-back dribble running full speed through traffic, loses the ball, falls down. And South Carolina survives. What a win for the Gamecocks. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for them. Uh, but no, the uh, Tigers have the following schedule remaining at home against Ole Miss. That's on Saturday. Then at home against 11th-ranked Auburn. And then they close out the season at LSU. They're yeah. at home against Ole Miss? Yes, they could win that one. Uh, they could win at LSU, depending on how up for it LSU is. And there's a chance th they will likely play Georgia or Arkansas as their first game in the tournament. That doesn't really count, does it? Not or, on their record, but it's something they can, you know, hold. I'm going to say, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say he goes ahead and gets that done. Old Dennis Gates. Webster. Ole Miss is fighting back. Rebels down four against Alabama. As everybody's trying to keep pace with the Vols. See if we can shimmy the bopper in here. Bopper, hey guys, here. I'm here now. What's up? No, man, sitting in the basement in Georgia watching <coughs> Alabama and Ole Miss. Man, come on, let's go, Vols. We drink. From the, the Neyland, I'm drinking from a keg of glory. Neyland 100 koozie in my hand. Let's go, boys. Bottoms up. I'll sweep hey. it. What do you think, Popper? Are we going to get this ship home? Or are we going to dock this? Baby? We've got to. We've got to. These guys have no choice, Russ. There's no, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. I probably just got disconnected. No, you're here. I'm here. All right. So. No, man. Right now, Bopper, how many of those beers have you drank? Just four. I'm not, no, I'm good, guys. I uh, I didn't get but three hours of sleep last night, so I was so excited. So I get up at four o'clock, and I'm wearing orange and my boots. I had some guy come to, come to work today, dropping off something. He goes, go dogs. Uh, I was like, I was like, say what? I said, how about go big orange? Jackass. But no, man, it, no, it's, it's team's fun. I mean, I really want, I really want to see that ship just settle in. You know, our guys are true veterans who we know, who's been with the team for a solid few years, to uh, step it up like they did tonight. I think it was a great game. I think uh, Pearl can go smoke some ribs, maybe drink a little uh, Jack. You know, 
calm down. But, hey, guys, it was a great game. Dalton showed up when we needed him to. He is the best player, the best player in the country. And I will follow up what uh, another follower said earlier. The SEC is the toughest league in basketball in NCAA right now. Cheers, boys. Bottoms up. Thank you, Bopper. Appreciate you, my man. Tennessee Bopper is feeling it this evening. What is Nate Oates so pissy about? This guy. God, I would love to win down there Saturday night. I don't even care about the championship or the one seed. I just want to beat him. Hate that guy. What a punchable face in his stupid sport coat. Yeah, I don't like him. Yeah, I can't say I've been on the best terms with Alabama fans after my most recent comments. Good times. Golden Corral commercial has me feeling some kind of way. Do we even have a Golden Corral anywhere around here? Is there one up in Pigeon Forge? I thought there was one down there on Clinton Highway near Crumble. I thought they closed it. It's a, I saw a bunch the garbage of establishment needs to be earlier. shut down across the country. Oh, what? Watch your whore mouth. What? It's a garbage establishment. It, damn right it is. It's disgusting. Listen, just because you two yokels can't appreciate the finer things in life doesn't mean that you have to ruin it for the rest of us. Ryan shits on Golden Crowd. Did they shut down completely? I have no idea. Let he, who has not drank from the chocolate fountain, go drink from the keg of despair. That's what I say. All you can eat rolls, man. Those rolls. Oh, boy. I could put down about 10 of those bad boys right now. Mm, great. Trey Wallace wants to get in on this. Trey Wallace knows about out, uh, Outkick. He knows about Outkick. He knows about the Golden Corral as well. Don't you, Trey? I don't know. There's a – I do come down Chapman a lot, and there's still that Shoney's. Does that Shoney's right there – like, they're not buffet anymore, right, after COVID, right? Like they, I, they still I, haven't, I haven't been in a Shoney's in years. I couldn't tell you. I – Shoney's it used been, to be the spot, COVID. man, off Kingston Pike. That used to be the the place back in the day. Dad would always take us. Oh, my dad here. was a big Shoney's guy, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did, like, where can we go out to eat? Yeah. Where are we going, Pops? We go to uh, you know, Calhoun's, um, you know, maybe... Quincy's Steakhouse was always big back in the day. Shut oh, the no, he wants to go to Shoney's. Yeah. You weren't getting Chesapeake's. You're getting Shoney's. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. That was a um, that was a that was a crazy performance, man. That he scored he scored 25 points down the stretch from the 1201 mark, man. Dalton Connect. I mean, like, look, he's the SEC Player of the Year. And I just finished a column for tomorrow. It's like, you know, you, you got to start putting him in the conversation with Zach Eady for, for National Player of the Year. I mean, I, I know what Eady does, and I know he's the reigning National Player of the Year, but what Connect has done, I mean, he, he had a four-game stretch this year, 
four games out of five games where he scored single digits. And it was that, I went back and looked at the stats, it was that Norfolk State game, he scored 16 points. Uh, the game surrounding that, he didn't get over 10. But then, before that, and then after that, it's just been nonstop for this kid. And, and I think, you know, I wrote it tonight, and maybe you guys would agree, I, I don't know, biggest, definitely the biggest transfer portal player that Rick Barnes has gotten since he's been at Tennessee and maybe the most complete team Tennessee has had, and that's no disrespect to Grant and Admiral and Cal and that group, but maybe, I mean, he did that tonight when Triple J and Viscovi combined for four points. That's, a, that's pretty damn big. I know this is going to be an unpopular take, but – I feel like it's the truth. I would love to see Dalton Connect win the National Player of the Year award. But if you're just looking at the seasons these two guys are having, Zach Eady is averaging right at 24 points a game, right at 12 rebounds a game yep. Yep. over the course of a season. Connect is at 20 points, five rebounds. So e- I know second leading score in the country. Yeah. yeah, I know you You could say that E.D., well, he's just a big lumbering oaf. He's um, seven foot whatever, seven four or 300 pounds, and he just sheer overpowers people, and that's okay. Well, he, he sheer overpowers people, and, I mean, those stats are incredible. Um, I don't know. It, it's not terribly important to me, but I'm not going to uh, have a cow over it if no. he gets the player of the year over Connect. I think both of them, I mean, uh, both of them make their teams pretty much is the best way to put it. See, uh, well, I'll, I'll disagree with that a little bit. You're, you're right. I mean, they're both clearly the best player on their team. I feel like, like if you take away Edie from Purdue, I can't imagine that they're anywhere close to the same team. I mean, probably like their entire thing is built around him being big. Right. And like if you take away Connect, yeah, we're we're in a different spot. I don't know that Tennessee falls off. We don't we're not the best team in the SEC, but we're still we're basically what we were last year. Probably the we're, fifth best, fourth solid, fifth best team. Yeah. You're you're a solid NCAA tournament team. You're not a conference champion or anything. You could get hot and and go on a run. Yeah, Bruce Furl Grant put it out there. Bruce Furl was asked about thought connect compared to any other player in Tennessee's basketball program history uh, with his size and versatility there. I just can't think of anybody quite like him. That's, uh, that's going back. I, I just, I, I don't know. Me and Davey talk about this a lot. You know, I mean, this, this team can either make the final four in Phoenix and Glendale this year or, you know, come up short like they did against Michigan. But I, but I think this team is, a lot more complete than what you've seen in the past. And if you get, in Tennessee's case, you know, guys, like if you get what you get out of him and then, you know, Toby and Jonas can handle business in the paint, um, you know, and you not have, because Vescovi's such a different player this year compared to years past. Um, you know, you, you rely on, on him and, and Triple J and, Ziggler to score your points. I mean, it, you know, 
They could easily I still worry about playing a, a team with an elite big man. I mean, you saw it some tonight. Adu fouls out. Uh, he gives you 14 points. I thought he played much better in the first half than he did in the second. But there right. were times when we could not stop Jonai Broom. And mm-hmm. I realize he's a great player, but I, I think Bruce Pearl, I think Bruce Pearl just completely crapped the bed tonight in so many ways. That technical foul was idiotic in a tight game. I mean, you cannot do that. It felt planned. And, and, I, well, you A, you can't do it in a tight game. And B, it wasn't even a a, like as bad a foul. I don't even know if it was a foul. Again, they didn't have an game. angle. They showed I, it. He didn't touch him. He, he might have got him on the hand a little bit, but I mean, Pearl's acting like he's grabbing his forearm, like like it was some sort of obvious foul call, and right. it wasn't. No, um, it wasn't nearly it, as bad as the bear hug they put on Connect on the other end. Just not going to Broom. Like you've got Janai Broom. We cannot stop him in the paint. If it's me, I'm I'm throwing him the ball on the block every time down the court. And he did not get nearly enough touches, if I'm an Auburn fan. It reminds me of, um, oh, man, Auburn had him two years ago. Um, Jabari. Um, Jabari Smith. Yeah, yeah kind of reminds me of that. And they kind of went away from it. But, you know, I, I, I still think. Good God, on this player went that hard foul. Yeah, um, but I still, you know, I, I still think. I mean, Kentucky's playing. Well, Kentucky's playing good basketball, but Kentucky's so hit and miss. You know, they, they their defense is just atrocious, and, and watching them a lot this season. Uh, this is the type of year where, you know, Tennessee handles business in Nashville, and and. You get a one seed, anything can happen in that tournament, and that's understandable. That, that's the thing that with both, I would say, your biggest threats, Alabama and Kentucky. Their right. coaches have said they don't play defense. So it's like if they're not having a hot shooting night, they're likely going to get beat against a veteran team that is able to just lock them down defensively. And, I mean, we hope that's the case. And as long as you have Dalton Connect, I feel like the offense is going to be able to continue to move to where we don't have any of those – scoring droughts that have plagued this team for the last couple of years. The, the other thing I would say is if you're you're kind of just looking at having to worry about facing a really good big guy, you probably won't see that until at least the Sweet 16. Yeah, I was just sitting here thinking, Davey, like I, I kind of like the, the matchup for Tennessee against Alabama and Kentucky because those teams don't have dominant big men. I mean, there, there's only a handful of them in the country. They don't grow on trees. But they tore us up just about every time we've encountered them. And so that's what does worry me long term. Well, and you, look, you've seen you've seen how this conference plays out this year. And I think Tennessee and the way and who they've played at the conference this year, that should give them uh, momentum. And, and I think, you know, seeding as well. I think if you I think if you end up a two seed, you know, I was I, I was having to apply for credentials for the tournament today and I was going over sites and it sets up really well if you're a Tennessee fan because I have no doubt Tennessee ends up on the two line or they get the final one you know okay you're going to go to Charlotte Memphis or Indianapolis for your first round and you know if you depends on how things play out you get out of that first weekend you're you're most likely going to Brooklyn or Dallas. 
Um, so it's just, I, you know, things can actually play in their favor this year. I mean, things could play in their favor last year. We, we, you know, we all saw how that went down uh, at MSG, but it just feels like a, it just feels like watching them. It's just a, a, a different ball club, and I guess we probably should have been. We were kind of put on notice with Connect when he when he came out in that first game, that exhibition, was he had 25 points against Michigan State? And you're like, damn, okay. This kid from northern Colorado who was six foot one coming out of high school, grew five inches in junior college, and you know, that kid turned into an All-American. It's a pretty wild story. Pretty wild story indeed. Um Trey, if you want to hang out, you're welcome to. We're going to take another call or two. And, hey, and no, man, I just want to pop in and say hello. You guys, uh, yeah, man, you guys take a I'm fine then. Go on. We didn't want to hang out with you anyway. Man, I, I love you, boys. <laughs> Thank you, Trey. Trey Wallace. Uh, Talk to you soon, bud. See you guys. Has left the building. Let's get Matthew in here next. What's up, Matthew? Hey, Russell. Hey, Bear. Hey, Davey. I know it's late here. Uh, I'll make it quick. You know, Bear. Um, I thought it was funny. We talked about, you know, Adam and ZZ and his argument was that he's not a good three point shooter. And then tonight he goes uh, three for three tonight. So uh, just, just, you know, it's, I've started to call him the clay Travis. Anything he says, usually it's the opposite that happens. And so tonight when he was talking about how bad of a shooter he was and then proceeds to go three for three from three, I thought that was uh, poetic justice at its finest. Sad. Yeah, he's uh, ZZ had a great night, man. Horrible first 16 minutes of the game, and then he uh, whatever he did to unfuck himself and started playing like he normally plays. And uh, I felt like uh, Jemai got more minutes tonight. I mean, so I'm imagining it, but we should we should talk about that. You know, Billy Stats had a great screenshot of it, but. You know, the more we see from Meshack on the defensive side of the ball, and I really do like the future of Meshack, but I truly want to ask a question to you all, and it's about Jordan Ganey. I think his minutes were, were almost double what Meshack's were, and I truly do wonder why we haven't seen more Meshack than we do Ganey, because I would rather Meshack go one for four than watch uh, Ganey shoot the ball and go one for six because what Meshack gives you on the defensive side of the ball, I think, outweighs his offensive woes more so than what you get with Ganey. I truly do mean this in the most respectful manner. I know Coach Ganey, you know, his son has, has him on there, but he's probably your worst defender on the team. And that's not a shot at him. That's not he, That's not to say he can't be a contributor to this team. But when we're talking about basketball defensive effort, he's probably your worst guard at defending outside the rimmer. You know, Meshack made his only shot of the night. It was ugly as hell, but he went in. <laughs> the bank shot high off the glass. Um, you raised an interesting point. I mean, Ganey is just... Uh, I, I don't know. Um, he's he's going to get his points. I don't think he's as bad a defender as as you make it out to be, Matthew. I don't think he's elite in that aspect of it. Um, I wish the, the one. I wish that Vescovy 
would shoot with the confidence that Ganey shoots with. And Ganey is open, and he will let it fly. And, and he looks like he thinks it's, it's going in every time. It, there's no hesitation for him to let it rip, and Vescovy just will not do it. And, well, that, and he's the better three-point shooter. I mean, I looked it up earlier. Ganey is shooting 29% mm-hmm. from three-point range. Uh, he shot 25% today, so that probably went down a notch. Uh, that's going to be shooting right at 35%, 36% from three-point range. That's pretty good. You just wish he would shoot more often. If yeah. Ziegler's not on the court, I feel like you need Ganey out there. The, the Because Ganey is better as far as the tempo goes, which you can tell we're trying to go a little faster pace than we've done in the in the past. And if you don't have ZZ out there, I think Ganey's your best bet as far as trying to at least replicate that to some extent. Ganey actually shot sub 20% tonight. He was 25% from three. That's the only shot he made. So he's what, 0 for 5 from two and 1 for 4 from... Wow. That's, that's pretty rough. He's, he did have seven points, though. So. Yeah. Um, look, I, I think it's going to be interesting as we go into this, you know, postseason play we've got three games left and you know hopefully i would love for Ole Miss to do us a favor here but uh it'll be interesting down there the one thing i'll, I'll end it with this you know bear tobey had nine points and you know we're just getting a little bit closer to, to mr Cress hopefully taking you to to ye old steakhouse with you i think it's going to be a fun one but uh you know as we talked about dalton connects and as this rides off into the sunset with what a great game it was people need to remember and we get to Kai Ziegler back next year. So the story's not not just written for him yet. We got another year with him. Thanks, guys. Go balls. Thank you, Matthew. Uh, about this time next year, there's, there's gonna be some really sad people in VR as it winds down on the the double Z era. Do you not have a COVID year? No. Because he was a freshman with Z, with uh, Kennedy Chandler the year after COVID. 21. He was not on the Keon Springer team. Unfortunately. I might sacrifice my left arm for another year of Zakai Ziegler in orange and white. Ziggs. I mean, I've gotten 44 good years out of this arm. How much more time do I have left? Fuck. What are you fucking about? What are you cussing about, Man, he's made a three. Hey, I've been been holding on to this one. You guys know what happened 31 years ago today? 31 years ago today. Didn't we? Oh, yeah. It was, we talked about this on the show. The, um, the Branch Davidian raid. Yeah. Yep. We'll talk about a ratio. ATF tweeted out about the, uh, lives and to honor the lives and service of the agents that died in that raid and social media wasn't having it. Why? Because social media is full of idiots and morons. Well, it's just talking about, it's like tried to serve a warrant knowing what would likely happen to a bunch of women and kids on top of an entire cult well, led by a madman. What? Well, whose fault is that? I mean, I, I I know they handle it perfectly and everything, but I mean, you talk, you're dealing with. Well, I feel bad for the ATF agents, but I'm just saying, like the organization as a whole, set themselves up for failure. 
Did I tell you, Davey, I, I went there? Yes, on your uh, quest to Dallas? Yes. I went Stopped there uh, on the way from Dallas to Houston. I think I remember you telling me, like, there were signs on the side of the road of, like, hey. Like, yeah, it was here. eerie, man. I mean, it is out. You say in the middle of nowhere, like, you got to go a minute off the beaten path to find, and you're out in the fields, and it feels weird, and then, like, you pull you pull off a country road and go on an even countryer road. And then like, it's there and they've got a big gate out there. And it basically says enter at your own risk. And it's like, uh, just weird. Yelled, uh, Hickman. If a walker keeps scoring, Hickman's going to be, he better be saving his money. Did it update his points per game? Uh, I don't think so. Ken Palm did. We're, uh, where was that? I just had it. Talk amongst yourselves. Give me just a second. Alabama Basically, I, I think Tobe, to raise his scoring average six-tenths of a point, would probably have to average a about seven points the rest of the way, like over the next four games. He could do that. Uh, we're 16th. Uh, we're fifth overall, 16th in offense, second in defense. What a night. Let's get one more. Ashley Schaefer, ball fan, will be our final speaker of the evening. What's up, Ashley Schaefer? What's going on, guys? I feel like we need to get some energy up in here at the end of this show. After watching dragging? Dalton Connect drop his sweaty nuts all over Auburn's face. Oh! I mean, was, I there, let the boy was there a more electric moment in that building tonight than when he put down that two-hand jam? I was going to say, what, what was the I, – I wasn't there. What was the moment? Because the long three, the the super long three, the three that was like in Broom's face, and then the the dunk felt the, like the, that was the moment the the roof came off the plate. Yeah, the 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 dunk got and it's on video. Got Tony Vitello out of his chair, both hands pointing at uh, Janai Broom. Going I mean, crazy. guys, this is this is the best Tennessee team I I think I've ever seen. Have you guys seen a better Tennessee basketball team? Mm, yeah, that Elite Eight team. I'd take, bro, I'd take this team over that Elite Eight team any day. Ooh, that, I don't know about that, that. That's the thing about the NCAA tournament, though, is like the Elite Eight team was not Pearl's best team. Like, that's not even one of my five best Tennessee basketball teams of all time. But they got hot. They got the favorable draw, and they went further than anybody else. For me, the Grant and Admiral team, the 19 team, is – the best team I've seen. Yeah, 31 uh, and 5 or 31 and 6. Yeah, Pearl's uh, third team that was number one for 72 hours is in oh, that Oh, shit, that, that team, uh, hell, fucking Uncle Jed. What year yeah. was that? We went, we played North Carolina in probably we lost. 2000 or something like that. that. Yeah, that was a really good team. But also, this one that? has a chance. I mean, they're, they're in that conversation, and if they make it to the Elite Eight, I I think you'd probably have to give them the nod. Was that 39 points tonight? Was that a career high for Dalton? 
It tied his career high, right? It and nobody had against North yeah. Carolina. I mean, what a player though! Like when you need him most, just comes out and just dogs Auburn like that. A team that's insanely good on defense, by the way. And I mean, we literally could not be asking for our best player to be peaking at a better time. I mean, we're we're gonna go. I hope we absolutely tear through these next few games. I hope we run through this SEC tournament, and I hope we absolutely shit on whoever we play in this NCAA tournament. That yeah, would be nice. Connect at thirty-seven versus UNC. He did have thirty-nine versus Florida. Okay, at, so he tied his career high then. Yes. Insane. He had thirty-six against. See here, Georgia. He had thirty-one against South Carolina, thirty-two against what Vandy. What a monster! So I think this was his sixth thirty-point game this season. I mean, goat status right there. Y'all have a good one, boys. I'm out. Yeah, this was his sixth thirty-point plus game this season. Thank you, Ashley Schaefer, Vol fan. Appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, a lot of talk tonight from the listeners, the speakers about the National Player of the Year award. And, you know, it's only one more point, but having a 40-point game, I feel like, would be a big feather in his cap. You'll have three more opportunities to do it. And, um, boy, what a season. What a player. I thought he was going to get it tonight. They were going to try to, like, just give, give it to him, let him get fouled there. Not yeah. just because of, oh, you can get to 40, but just he kind of had, had the high hand. But, I mean, I'll give Zakai credit. While he'd struggled earlier with the free throws, kind of like they were talking about on the broadcast, as soon as you kind of got down to that final under eight timeout, he was pretty much money from the line. Looks like Alabama, barring a major yeah, collapse, is going to survive here. So we're setting, up, we're, we're setting up for a – Humdinger in Tuscaloosa Saturday night, boys. What time's tip? Seven o'clock. Uh, eight Eastern. God, I want to win down there badly. See those jack wagons walk out of that dump they call an arena with sad faces on. Oh, wow. I didn't know this. Tennessee basketball tweeted out. It's one year anniversary of the night Zakai blew his knee out. Oh, why would they even tweet that out? What a difference. Does not what a difference a year makes none tougher. Was it the timestamp after the game, Bear? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, let's put this out there at halftime. That's what actually pretty wrong? cool tweet. Uh, he, he, he's a warrior. All right, fellers, give me a parting thought or two. Let's get out of here. One down, three to go. Let's get ready for Saturday. And yeah, the, the atmosphere for Saturday will be something else. Uh, it is going to be a fun final stretch of the regular season. I mean, we, we've been saying this for a while now as we've headed down this stretch, but soak it in. This is not a everyday occurrence where you're able to watch a team of this caliber and Seeing what Dalton Connect did once again tonight is just nothing less than utterly outstanding. So, I mean, there have been fewer 
I'm sorry. Go ahead, Dave. I, I was going to say, I'm, I'm excited for Saturday and looking forward to being on here with you again at that time. These, these are some of the bigger regular season games I can recall in Tennessee basketball history. I know we're a little recency bias happening here, but it was a fired up atmosphere. It is all we talked about for three hours today on the radio. I'd imagine it's all we're going to talk about tomorrow. And like you said, I mean, it's going to be incredible atmosphere. We got three more of these things. Now I include South Carolina in that. That's probably going to be a <clears throat> turned up game with major championship implications. So, yeah, man, the the madness is here. I know we, we've got one more day of February. Leap day tomorrow. So the March madness is already here, though. This is it, folks. Five weeks of this. That's what we're aiming for. Five weeks to the desert. I see you, Haji. Y'all have a great evening. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 3 p.m. on Fan Run Radio. Thank you.